Hey everyone, Alex here with Off The Cuff Podcast. I am back again to bring you guys a special new episode. This time, I have a really, really special guest on. And she actually was amazing. She was lovely. And I actually hope that we can get her back on in the future. Because I think uh, it would be really cool to you know chat with her again. But... She's one of my favorite content creators, one of my biggest inspirations for doing YouTube content in general, and we kind of go over that in this episode, but without further ado, I'd like to welcome you and uh, introduce you guys to Spooky Astronauts, aka Emma. (laughs) Um, I, you know, I really enjoyed talking with her, and like I said, I want her back on in the future, so definitely go check out her channel and her content because... Uh, she puts out some really, really high quality uh, reviews. She definitely knows her stuff. And uh, she's just, you know, really cool. <laughs> she's just a cool person. So definitely uh, stick around for this episode if you guys like that kind of stuff. And yeah, let's get into it. This is Off the Cuff Podcast. My name is Alex. And this is Spooky Astronauts. Hello. Hello. Hey, is this working? Yeah, just hang on one sec. I just need to adjust my settings because you're coming through my speaker, not my headphones. Hang on one sec. Mm-hmm. What? Are you there? Okay, hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Hi. Oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I usually do like uh whenever i record a podcast like um whether it's been with a guest or not it's always been like in a studio like it, with with the people there but this is really cool that we can actually do it uh virtually oh. you know <laughs> yeah this is the only way I've done <laughs> this is like yeah. insane um but uh so how are you <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, well, let's let's like just kind of, I guess, like introduce who I'm actually speaking with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Maybe I can do what you um, But I'd like to welcome all of my listeners into this awesome episode because Emma, aka Spooky Astronauts, is joining me today. And, um, <laughs> hi, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, and, uh, do you want to just like say like a little bit about who you are? Sure. Um, so I'm a content creator and I talk about horror movies and thriller movies on YouTube. And yeah, I just, I, I do a lot of reviews, deep dives, pretty much a lot of, uh, spoiler free content, just trying to give people recommendations. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my thing. Yeah, I know that. And that's why I kind of like brought you on here so we can talk about some Christmas horror films, which I actually saw your, uh, you just did a live stream a couple of hours ago, right? With uh, Nightmare Maven. Yeah. Uh, you guys were talking about some Christmas movies. Uh, I tuned in for a few minutes yeah. while uh, I was like still awake. <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh, that, that's really awesome. Uh, where, where else can people find you? Like on, on Twitter? Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter under Astro Emma, um, but everywhere else is Spooky Astronauts. So Instagram, yeah. Instagram and YouTube is pretty much where I hang out. Awesome. awesome. Uh, how long have you actually been creating YouTube videos? Uh, YouTube, I've been doing it for five years. 
yeah oh it's coming up six years yeah in um february so a long time now (laughs) and it's two two videos a week for you know six years so i haven't missed i've only missed one upload which means i just did one video that week but you know in october i do around 30 or 40 videos so yeah i know (laughs) your 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 channel is stacked in in the uh halloween season Yeah, I never really stop. So it's, it's the fun of it. Honestly, where do you find all of the time? Because don't you also have like a an actual job? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know how I did it to start. So I started working like I was working full time before, um, and my background is in uh, video anyway. So um, okay, uh, I worked in TV and stuff like that. So it's at the editing side of it was always easy yeah. for me. So I guess it take, it doesn't take me as long as it took everyone else, especially when there's like a learning curve to yeah, it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know how to describe where <laughs> where I got the time, but I work less now. Um, I'm really lucky that I'm able to work less now because of um, where I'm at with YouTube. Uh, I still I still work, but I just work a lot less. So, uh, but it was just you know getting up early in the morning, um, all weekend nights. There's lots of sacrifices. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and thank God it it pulled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank God it paid yeah, off. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> and you said you've been doing this like six years. Did you? Were you doing any other kind of content before, like doing horror movie reviews? No, no, always horror um, mm-hmm. because horror is my passion yeah. and obviously I had the background in um, video, like technical yeah, exactly. work um, and I went to film school and stuff like that. So it was kind of putting everything I liked together and then just seeing how it went. Um, but horror is so good because there's just so much content to talk yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's just nonstop. So there's never, yeah, you know, I never run out of things. So Yeah, I know. I, I actually, um, I feel like this year has been pretty good for, uh, horror films that have been released specifically i think yeah. so <laughs> um and uh i had one more question before we kind of got into the things like what's do you have like a favorite video that you've ever created <laughs> um probably longer ones i've done a couple of deep dives where i interview people um uh i did one with lawrence harvey who's from human centipede okay. and he was so awesome to um interview and chat with um and i did one recently a paranormal activity one and i did a lot of research for it yeah and that was fun it's more like i enjoy putting videos together as well uh and i did a so i do a live stream which is what you were talking about before with nightmare maven i do that it's called does this offend you we do that every month um alternating channels so back and forth between my channel and her channel and we did one of um about lords of chaos which i'm obsessed (laughs) with the idea of yeah black norwegian metal (laughs) So it's just like fun things for me to talk about, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I just really like making videos. I don't really have one particular standout, but I do think my Paranormal Activity one was pretty good that I did a couple of weeks ago, just exploring and ranking all of the franchise and yeah, and yeah you, going and through you, that. Uh, collabed with uh, Possessed by Horror, right? Yeah, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yep, that was awesome. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I tuned into both. Yeah, of your yeah, videos. she's cool. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I actually got to meet her last year when I was oh, in America, cool. which was awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. Actually. Um. Mm. All right. Yeah. So, uh, well, since it, it is Christmas coming up and uh, the holidays are coming up, uh, I, I did have a question. Like, what are your thoughts on? like christmas themed movies or holiday themed i guess overall Mm. like horror films i I should say (laughs) yeah um 
Yeah, so as we, uh, we were just saying, I did a live stream earlier today. We do them every um, every December. We always do one on um, Christmas movies. But uh, it's so interesting the way they play on the innocence. Um, they have that huge juxtaposition between, you know, the, the childhood innocence about Santa or, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever, and then <laughs> um, obviously turn it into some kind of, you know, slasher, which I think is quite interesting, but can become stale really quickly. Uh, so it's, I, there's movies, some movies I really enjoy, um, like Krampus. I feel like that one just, I don't know why, but not a lot of people love it, but I think it's amazing. Do you like Krampus? Yeah, I definitely enjoyed that one. I, f I think that one's actually like super fun to watch. Definitely during yeah. the Christmas uh, season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely has a, a great balance between, um, I guess, all of the fantasy aspect of it as well. And there's a really good as well, uh, a um, Finnish film called Rare Exports. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I haven't seen that one. What is it called? rare exports rare exports hmm yeah you write it down you'll love it um <laughs> it's like a very again fantasy um yeah tiptoeing the idea because a lot of it is 80s slasher really kitschy i don't know you know ginger dead man and all yeah. that i don't even know what year that is <laughs> all that kind of stuff um which i'm not really like a huge fan of i get the appeal of it but it's just not really my kind of type i like really like thriller-ish horror, psychological and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And it's so interesting as well because if anyone can't tell and doesn't know me who's listening, I'm Australian. <laughs> uh, that's what the accent is. Um, and it's very different on this side of the world because obviously uh, if some people freak out when I tell them this, uh, that it's not winter here during Christmas. <laughs> it's summer. So uh, wow. very, it's a very different landscape. Yeah, how, how um, is that? It's definitely a lot different. <laughs> yeah well i mean it's it's all i know so it's it's yeah it's not so different mm. to me it's just a it's a different um way to celebrate so it's hard for me to even put together um you know the snowy atmosphere as christmas which is funny because that's all people yeah, know exactly. over there <laughs> yeah so i don't really put together like I don't really watch Christmas movies so much, except for like Home Alone, which I absolutely love. <laughs> um, during uh, Christmas, like there's no horror movie that I always go to. Maybe Nightmare Before Christmas, but that's like an interchangeable one. You can watch yeah. that at Christmas and <laughs> yeah. at Halloween. So it's kind of got both in one. Yeah, I feel like, and yeah. a lot of the Christmas movies that, or the Christmas horror films that I've seen, I, I feel like they, you did mention that like a lot of the times the like mystique kind of gets stale a little bit. Like they kind of reuse the same themes yeah. over and over and over again. And mm -hmm. um, that definitely kind of uh, makes me a little hesitant to watch a lot of them just because of that. Like I, I, it's almost like they keep yeah, doing it's the, the same, same thing. thing over and over. I, mm -hmm. I like no, standout I ones. Like have you ever seen um, Better Watch Out? I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the kid. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I'm to and fro about that one because there's just, I mean, there's a couple of like things you can pick out, but that's if you're just being picky. Yeah. Um, it's, but it is like, it does throw you for a loop and that's kind of what you want for a, a horror movie. You want it to surprise yeah, you Yeah, exactly. Bit. That's why I think I enjoyed that one so much is just because of the, uh, like the major twist towards the end of it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And um, mm. so with uh with stream now moving on like with like streaming um i remember when i was talking mm -hmm. to you you said um that streaming is a little bit different in australia compared to like here in the states for example um and with like the warner brothers streaming news that just happened um right. which is huge for the 
movie industry in general uh like where do you think Mm -hmm. that or what what do you think that means for like the horror genre uh like do you think like the quality of films might be different or uh like how they're released might be a little bit different or how they produce them i guess yeah i I mean there's there's so much to it but uh i think it's probably people have been saying for a very long time uh horror is more accessible than it ever has been before for especially for independent filmmakers Mm -hmm. so easy for people you know like when you think about movies like creep like it's so easy or you know like Blair witch or whatever you know it's so easy for people to go and um make anything now and people can you know shoot on their phone which they have done in films like um unsane obviously that had a much bigger budget uh, so it's more accessible than ever and we're going to see such an influx of movies about COVID and all this situation. It's going to be insane people cashing in on the pandemic. We've already seen that actually. There's been a couple of movies that have come yeah. out since lockdown and stuff over there. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's it's kind of going to be the money is going to be tied up obviously um, because a lot of people won't, won't want to be spending and not getting that, um, you know, that uh, revenue payback yeah. through the box yeah, office. Exactly. But at the same time, I don't think it's going to stop smaller creators from making film. It's just going to stop them from getting paid. So I guess it's more important than ever to put down, you know, that, that money on streaming. And that's why I don't actually mind paying a lot more money to to watch a particular movie like when the hunt came yeah, out exactly a lot of people were upset about paying you know I, I think it was ridiculous it was something like 30 dollars, which here is like 45 dollars yeah. because the <laughs> conversion but sometimes i don't know i mean it depends on your situation of course and it's such a luxury to be able to pay for that um but that's why it's so good that we do have these streaming platforms and it, our accessibility here is a little bit different but also our cinemas here are open so um it's very different yeah what, so everything that that, been? how's that been like has there been a lot of people going yeah, to the well, theaters and stuff like that yeah well where i live i live in western australia um we've had zero cases for like wow. three or four months That's insane. so um we never had to wear masks <laughs> anything like that our borders have been closed off so you can't like go into state and all that they've just reopened them and you have to do all this stuff to be able to travel into state so it's very different here um they've had a yeah a really good um, hold on things so it is safe to go to the I'm cinema everyone's still like yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 hard to explain to people but i swear it's not like um people are being uh, you know reckless by going out it's not like that at all here um but in turn we're not getting as many movies because the you know the big um companies don't want to release movies here um it's just not worth it for them yeah. um but we are still getting some movies in the theater that you guys are going to get VOD. So we can choose to use our VPNs and watch them online or go to the cinema, which is like the best option because before in the past films like Midsummer and things like that would come here six months later. Um, Yeah. So we're not getting that delay. We're just getting films straight to the cinema, which is really bizarre. Yeah. And um, is that exciting for you that you guys are getting uh, like the movies right away instead of having to wait? Sure. Like I, I just watched like Promising Young Woman. Um, Yeah, and that's coming out. I think in like I don't know when that's coming out in America on VOD. Oh no, it's coming out. I think it's at Christmas. It's like coming around Christmas. But 
to get that to be able to go to the cinema and see like an event screening of that and that was like open to the general public it's pretty amazing i mean obviously it's at a lot of people's expense so i i would totally sacrifice and go back to the way it was but i I wouldn't i'd be lying if i said it wasn't um exciting for me as a content creator to be able to have that opportunity i know and you can do your um like you have like a little series on your channel where you do uh reviews um like come with me reviews and you you do them like kind of like at the theater or like after yeah yeah which is i think that's really cool and i i um that was like kind of like a when i saw you doing that that was kind of like an inspiration for me to start creating content actually and uh that's how that's that's kind of how i started creating content right away was just like i i literally was just like right after i watched a movie um just filmed a review like in my car Mm-hmm. and um but that that's kind of cool that you guys that you can like actually still do that like you can go to the yeah right now, which is i know it's i know <laughs> and there's movies that i've seen this year that still aren't there i have you know have you heard about the vigil which is like a blumhouse yeah um, production? yeah, yeah i do yeah, see that, i saw actually. that months ago <laughs> and it was and it's just so crazy because it's normally opposite for me where you guys get to see them and we have to wait. Yeah. Like and then six you months. read all the spoilers online. <laughs> yeah. I have to go into Twitter and I have to mute all of like the words that are in the film because I swear, and I know, no offense to my American friends, but <laughs> so many Americans just, they, I mean, they get so passionate about it and on yeah, Twitter. They're just like so wild about it. And they're like, if you haven't seen it by now, and I'm like, you know, there's other people in other countries in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you just have to mute it because people do get excited and you can't really like fault them for being excited be honest so yeah true yeah it just kind of sucks when they when they put out like the actual plot of the movie or something or the the end yeah <laughs> or they hint at something and it's so easy for you know anyone who's a film lover which i'm sure a lot of people listening yeah exactly. to, to piece together what it is just with like a little vague oh i can't believe they swat they switched what you know the big thing i'm thinking of um pet cemetery because <laughs> so many people ruined it for me oh um God. the remake yeah uh, they were like oh you know they pinted at something and i i knew straight away like <laughs> yeah um so easy yeah ex- mm. exactly exactly it's it's it is kind of annoying but i'm kind of jealous that you get you get to go to the theater <laughs> um yeah what do you what do you want to see more from like the horror genre as a whole um and why <laughs> that's a big question <laughs> um what do i want to see more of i mean i i like the trends and i i really like um you know this like modern take on horror that we have like coming from like Arya star and jordan peele and things yeah. like that um having this uh, this modern um all of the i guess relatable um parts of society being reflected in movies i just like that they're taking different ideas and people you know uh very much challenging that that's even horror which i obviously you know we're not a fan of people you know challenging anything if it's horror if it doesn't fit into a slasher yeah but i love that i you know exploring different avenues things like the lighthouse and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. how cool is it that there's all this experimental horror that is getting such you know big funded films so I just I just like watching um, any of that kind of new new horror that really like yeah um, throws you for a loop. Yeah, and they're like pushing the they're pushing the boundaries and the limits of what mm-hmm. uh, what you would expect from a horror film. Yeah, um, they're reinventing it. It's amazing. Yeah, and it the the slasher. I mean, slashers are cool and they they have their place. Or even like possession movies, they they have their place. And I, I mm-hmm. feel like. Um, I feel like those also kind of get stale after a little bit. You can only kind of tell the same story over and over again um, mm-hmm. unless you 
like you said, kind of modernize it and make it your own. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a, a great way of like exactly what you said with um, like possession and things like that is uh, the best example of that is Evil Dead. You know, we got the Evil Dead, um, which is such a classic and cult film. Yeah. And then we got Evil Dead in 2013. And that was about drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And it really reinvented the whole film. It feels like a completely different movie. And it's just so cool that they're taking that and they're putting a spin on it and bringing in metaphors that I think a lot of people, especially in these day and age, um, brings out their anxieties and um, people can relate to. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. That's that's actually one of my more favorite uh, remakes or reboots, I mm-hmm. guess, because they definitely do that a lot um where they kind of like reboot something that's old and or older and they've been like even mm-hmm. uh did you hear the news that they are redoing um or rebooting the wrong turn franchise yeah i saw something about that i did not read into it though i haven't i'm not thinking how i'm very familiar with wrong turn i think i've, pro- I've probably seen them when i was like a teenager because it's early 2000s is it not yeah. when is wrong turn oh yeah it's definitely yeah. early it's like really early uh-huh. in the 2000s <laughs> that when they was yeah out. i think i remember the covers but <laughs> um, um but yeah they're like they I, i'm a little bit excited just because that's a little bit of a guilty pleasure movie for me but i feel like that's mm-hmm. um it, that's they keep doing that same thing where they reboot something that's old or older mm-hmm. for i mean maybe it's maybe it's just for money or whatever i, I mean some mm-hmm. some people probably have like a diehard love for it but i don't mm-hmm. know well it's, it's a way to sell it to the uh, executive producers um oh, that yes, that's gonna yeah. be the thing to get people's bums and seats which is so exciting like uh candy man unfortunately Ooh, yeah. we're still waiting for that to be put off yeah i know someone who'd seen it though and i'm like oh, oh um gosh. it's so ex- yeah <laughs> I, know. I, I know but um yeah someone i know um who's pretty much involved in the industry scene and they said it was really good but you never know until you know they can't say anything else than that yeah you know, just but it's totally <laughs> worth waiting for and that's what's exciting about some of this is it is worth waiting for um we're really lucky to as you were saying before like all the stream platforms and stuff during this time um where oh, everyone's yes. staying safe mm-hmm. staying at home we still have endless choices it's pretty we're, we're really lucky um that that that's our main i don't know i mean gripe is that we don't get to go to the cinema but it's the same time we're getting all of this amazing stuff to vod yeah and and a lot of the a lot of the movies are coming out um right away i mean some of them are being mm-hmm. pushed back for that theatrical release regardless but um some are trying to push for like uh like a, a more streaming i guess like they're they're trying to get on hulu or netflix or shutter or something like that mm-hmm. and uh it's it's becoming instant where you can just watch it right away rather than having mm-hmm. to you know at least here you would kind of be risking it to go to the theater there oh, yeah. like in america it's just like every single state is just Unlock. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, I know it's easy for me to say, but it's totally not worth it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Definitely jealous that you get to go to the theater. That's so awesome, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh I, don't worry. I'm taking full advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go as much as I can. Have, um, have like, the prices gone up or – no, it's just still exactly the same. Oh they actually had a discount at the start because I think, you know, people were wary to go back in um, after everything. So, yeah, I feel like it's a different attitude over here, I guess, to you guys. Oh, my God. Over there, <laughs> yeah. you can't stop people from going out. 
but it was a lot to lure people back out. So they had, um, yeah, yeah exactly. But they are very expensive here compared to over there because, like, I obviously I went I went to America and mm-hmm. I I know a lot of you guys um your ticket prices because whenever I post like a ticket stub on Instagram, people lose it because mine are like <laughs> yeah. from I mean you can pay pretty cheap at um if you get like a discount uh, session or whatever, but it's around like twenty one dollars to see a film. Um, yeah, I mean that <laughs> is that really is kind of pricey, but I yeah, feel like things yeah. are getting there here as well. Like it's mm. it is definitely in the over ten dollars, probably like more fifteen dollar range. Just to yeah, go see, see that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so worth it, I guess like especially me. It's like my number one hobby. It's exactly. I don't buy it, it's definitely I, I definitely miss going to the theater. I mean there's there's always like that group of people that are just kind of out there. They're they're not really movie lovers, but they're just kind of doing just out and about doing whatever and they're kind of just disruptive but yeah. it's still a great experience to see the movie in a theater where it's meant to oh, be yeah. seen on the big screen so massive. <laughs> yeah no i get it it's so interesting because i go to a lot of um like media release uh you know sessions so they're yeah. like you know event screenings and it's always worse there for people there who's like talking and interrupting um because a lot of people get invited to these that are that go for um, just to be seen and just to be doing like the it thing and going to the premiere and seeing the film before anyone else and they don't yeah, actually exactly. care about the movie. And a lot of like I went to I saw um, Happiest Season um, recently. We okay. got to see that cinema. That's out in the cinema. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. And it was the same thing. Like people just talking the whole time because um, they just they just care about being there and being seen than actually watching the movie. Um, which I think is so interesting because other people, if they're paying, you know, $21 to go see the film, they usually yeah. shut up and watch the film. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I, I actually saw my, one of my friends is uh, a film critic. So he gets into the advanced screenings and we went to see uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark and mm-hmm. when that was premiering last year. And he, um, there was like a whole bunch of people in there that got like free tickets from like a radio station or something. Even mm-hmm. though we had like press passes, um, yeah. there was like those kind of people there and they were yeah. definitely disruptive. They they almost didn't start the movie. They, they like paused the movie before it started and told everyone to like put their phones away oh my god yeah it was it was like a big thing (laughs) oh my god that's awful (laughs) but um i I will shush someone so fast and i don't care i I know right (laughs) (laughs) it's like why why would you pay all that money to go sit in a theater and disrupt the movie for other people that are actually there to you know enjoy it Enjoy their or time. people just see it as like an activity to go to the movies, as you were saying before, like just to get out and do something. They don't yeah. actually care about the movie. Um, yeah, exactly. And we're just such nerds in there. Like, what, we're just, yeah. I just want to hear what happens. <laughs> yeah. I should do it all the time. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, how, what is like your worst experience in a theater? Um, I mean, um, Hereditary was pretty bad. I went and saw Hereditary with a group. Um, like a, a event screening again, like a media release, and um, everyone was just laughing the entire time. And this is a thing because it's an extra layer. Not only are those people there because they want to be the first person to see this film that everyone's talking about, um, yeah. they they also don't understand horror. Um, and that film is obviously so so different to everyone's idea of horror. Um, 
And I don't know how to take it as well. Obviously, there's some really shocking moments in that film. Um, And when people people do laugh when they feel uncomfortable, I get it. And people were probably not ready for that level, um, especially for Mm. people who don't normally watch horror to walk into that kind of film. Like you don't see those kind of disturbing films at the cinema that often. Um, Mm. And, yeah, just people laughing, phones going off the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Every time I see, like when I saw... Um, both Hereditary and Midsummer, I have to go and see it again, um, which sucks because <laughs> I like I do my review and I'm like, oh, I need to like go again to pay attention. And people get <laughs> people really mad at me. They're like, you can't be like a you, a teacher wouldn't grade someone twice because they weren't paying attention. I'm like, you don't get it. Like it's atmosphere and yeah, you, know, exactly. you really want to be in the film. And especially those films, as we're talking about, like these modern horror movies where so much is going on in the background. Like sometimes you need to see it twice to really you know yeah so to like cool. really immerse yourself in it you know yeah for sure um do you have like a a favorite experience in a in a theater oh i mean so many so many um <laughs> yeah i saw the empty man oh my god have you seen that movie no what what is that about uh oh my god it's like <laughs> it's like the hidden gem of this year i tell you what um that blew <laughs> my mind um because i thought you know it's called the empty man which really kind of sounds like the bye-bye man yeah <laughs> so, exactly it's to be really bad um <laughs> it is to say the short version obviously the spoiler free version it's about um it kind of starts off like the ring it's like about a man who's doing like this investigation into this urban legend about going onto the bridge and picking up a bottle and you blow it through the, the top of the bottle and make, you know, that howling sound you would with an empty yeah. bottle. And then this man's meant to come and, um, and take you. Uh, and he oh is trying to figure out what happened to this woman. And it just, it goes so deep and so dark. And I was just not expecting it. Like, um, but it was really good when I saw that in the cinema because the surround sound and the film is based upon sounds and you weren't sure what was happening, what was real and what wasn't. And the cinema I went to was pretty empty. And there was even some people like chattering at the start when they went in there. And then by the end, everyone was just so shocked. They were just so <laughs> silent. It's so good. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I went and saw Conjillionaire as well this year. And I, Ooh. when I went to all that, I went to like a 9 p.m. session at like a local small independent cinema and I was the only one there and I had my glass of wine and <laughs> that was a pretty good time. <laughs> like I always have fun in cinema to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one was Us because I like that's one of my favorite horror movies now. Um, but when that came out two weeks afterwards here, so I already heard a lot of people hyping it up in America and I was so scared to, <laughs> that I might know what happened because there's, you know, all the posters show like the doppelganger kind of situation. Yeah. And I, I was really scared that I knew what was going to happen going into it. And then when I got there and <laughs> the, <laughs> the, when it starts, it has a um, like a title comes up and it will like, uh, you know, text like talking about the underground tunnels and all this. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah. And it was such a relief. Like, I loved that. I was like, oh, wow, I have no idea what's going on at all. It's not what I thought. So, yeah. And I feel like such a nerd. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, yeah. That's that's actually really cool. I, I actually really do enjoy uh, us as well. I feel like Jordan Peele is just one of those, like, directors that and, – and writers that have, like, really pushed the boundaries as well uh-huh. as Ari Aster. Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. 
And but... I like Jordan doesn't give a doesn't give a fuck. Like sorry, I don't mean to swear. Oh my god, <laughs> he really doesn't. No, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he, he really does whatever doesn't. he wants, and, he <laughs> it. and that's what you need. You need people who aren't afraid to push the boundaries and do something completely different, and don't care what. Because the niche people exactly. who really love his work, they're gonna you know it's gonna be their favorite. But other people like can take it or leave it. But us, um, I just checked my letterbox the other day. I've watched it five times. I'm so obsessed. Oh my gosh, so good. <laughs> like every thing in the background. Every time I watch it, there's something new. And um, it was I was really lucky. Uh, a friend of mine, um, who I met through my channel, uh, sent me the press book, which um, he was sending around to different places. That is, it has every object from the film and what it means, and like this amazing like photography of it. Um, it's really cool. Um, it's just so much. Oh my god! Yeah, that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. I love that. Um, all right. Well, I think we should. I mean, this has been pretty fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've actually really enjoyed uh, chatting with you, and you're kind of like one of the first. Like I said, you're actually. I think you're the first virtual guest I've ever had. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for coming on. That's okay. Thanks for having <laughs> me. Um, and you can totally, you know what? Feel free to plug all of your things again, <laughs> so everyone can go find your channel. Oh yeah, anyone can find me at just Spooky Astronauts on YouTube, and I do two videos every single week talking about horror movies, talking about thriller movies, and giving you so much to put on your to watch list. People complain, I would give them so much to watch. Um, so yeah, if you want to check it out, please do. Um, but well, thank you for chatting with me, and um, yeah, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed this uh, little. Yeah, podcast. thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on, though. That's okay. And uh, have a good night, I guess. <laughs> <That> evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, have a good night. Okay. You do. Well, you have a good day. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. We'll chat again soon. Yeah, please. <laughs> Stay in touch. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>